the University of Adversity, where the only rules of the class is to hold your head up high and keep moving forward. Because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And now, here's your host, Lance Ecos. Oh man, we are back. We got a show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't really understood how spirituality works, how all of this law of attraction, all these different laws, how this stuff even makes any sense, you're not going to want to miss this episode. She is so good at explaining it. Her energy, her her way, just about how she goes about talking about spirituality and how it's tied into business and how it's tied into your daily actions. And none of this crap about just sitting there and hoping for results. You got to have the right mix of woo and work ethic in order to become successful. And Jackie gets into it today. Jackie Siv, I'm so grateful to have her on. We connected a few months back, became really good friends, and she's helped me in many ways. So I was just so honored to have her on. She's got an amazing business that's just blowing up. So any of you guys that need a kick in the ass spiritually or some sort of energy lift for your day, you are not going to want to miss this. And you're going to want to listen to this right till the end. All right. As always, hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. If you got any value from this, let us know what you think. What do you like to see more of? All that good stuff. Jackie Siv, everybody coming right up. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of University of Adversity. I'm your host, Lance Isios. My next guest spent over 10 years of her life trying to fit in, aiming to be good enough, and not living her truth. She was bullied, mocked, ridiculed for being different, for having an accent, for being wacky, and being creative and imaginative. This made her an easy target for bullying at an early age. Her life took a turn, though, when she started studying personal development and spirituality at 16 years old. Since then, she has had to undergo a massive transformation in spirituality and reveal her real true self, which she's empowered and helps others to do the same. Today, she has turned her pain into her message. She is now a spiritual entrepreneur, a qualified neuro-linguistic programmer. I'm really excited to get into that as well. And a life coach, best known for her balance of woo and strategy that she mixes in everything she offers. Her life experiences of overcoming adversity has taught her the absolute power of having a positive mindset, aligned energy that allows her to stand in her truth and teach others the same. Really excited to have her on. Jackie Siv, welcome to the show. Oh my God, you make me sound so cool. It's like, (laughs) you know, you're like listening, you're like, wait, that's me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the way... That's the way I like to do it. I like to get you all jacked up, ready to go. Um, I'm, re- I'm really glad we got to connect. We tried to before, but we've both been busy. Um, and yeah, I'm, there's so many things that I want to unpack in this conversation. But before we start, how about just take us back, tell us a bit about your story and sort of fill in the gaps for us just along the yeah. way. Yeah, totally. So, hey guys, what's up? Thank you all so much for joining us today. I'm so bloody excited about this um, this podcast. It's going to be amazing, and I hope that you guys get a ton of value from this. But essentially, my story, hmm, how far back exactly can we go here? <laughs> as, as, as much as you want, as much as you feel it add value, because a lot of times those main pieces um, from the past, you know, definitely add into your story. So, whatever you, whatever you want to dive into. Yeah, totally. So, 
ever since I was young, right? Like I've always been someone who's super different in the sense that like, and I mean, you kind of introduced this a little bit as well. I was always very much myself as a child, right? Where like you're crazy and like your imagination is just like times a bazillion, right? And like you, you're very outwardly with this, but naturally when you're in a society that has children that have been conditioned by their parents and also, you know, not that they don't love their kids and they do that on purpose, but it's just something that obviously naturally happens. Um, people who stand out or people who are different are naturally the ones that are lassoed and anchored and brought back down so that they fit in with everyone else. Right. And yeah. from a very young age, that's something that, um, that happened to me. I mean, my first memory with bullying was when I was about eight years old and we just moved from um, South Africa to New Zealand. And I got to choose the most gangster freaking outfit ever. And it was amazing. It was white. It was a tracksuit bottom and top. It had little dogs on it. And the first day in our new school, my brother and I both, okay, we did have like matching clothes, but that's all good. That's another story. <laughs> we were bullied from that first day. And that really progressed um, throughout my, my childhood until I was about 18 years old. You know, we had people coming to our house and throwing like avocados of all things, like save the avocados guys through our glass front doors, smashing everything of our family home, right? Like who does that? We had people coming to my bedroom window in the middle of the night drawing and, and writing the most cruel things about me. Right. And I was just being myself. So through, through, through a lot of those experiences, it really made me question who I was as a person and you know there's something wrong with me right if I'm this right. different and there's so many people that are really telling me I'm so different obviously something needs to change right and so I spent about 10 years just becoming a chameleon and I think a lot of people can really relate to that where you show up in the world based on who other people want you to be or, or what you think other people want you to be right? right and eventually you just reach a point where you're like who the fuck am I and you wake up and you're numb and you wake up and you look around you and you have no idea how you have got into this place and your clothes don't even feel like you and your body doesn't feel like you. And that is the moment where you get to make a choice, right? Do you want to continue living this way and end up like the millions of people in this entire world who have settled for a life less than they know that they are worthy of? Or do you choose then to make a different choice, right? It's like, it's insane. It all comes down to our choices, doesn't it? It does. And very well said, very good speaker, by the way. Um, Thank you. I know you get lots of practice doing it. I, um, yeah, bullying, you know, now in hindsight, you know, at the time it sucks, but now, I mean, if you didn't get bullied, then who knows if you would have become the person you are today, right? Because you learn so much from that. It's the shittiest feeling. I went through it too. I remember moving, you know, I was the cool kid in one city. We moved across Canada and I got to this new city and it was like a completely different world. I got bullied and it was like, what? I don't get bullied. You guys don't know me. What's going on here? Yeah. And then and it's just the most brutal feeling because you, you feel so alone. And at that age, no kid should feel like that. But, you know, how, how vital was that though in later on, you know, you becoming who you were? Massively, massively on so many levels. You know, I, I say all the time that I'm so grateful for my bullies because, and it's not even like it's a huge part of my story. It's just like the foundation of why I am who I am, if that makes any sense. So because I know on two levels what it is to hurt on, on that level where you feel so alone and you feel so lost and you feel so worthless, right? And also because when, even when I was young, I knew that it was never about me. I knew the bullying was, was not about me. And it, 
it took me, uh, um, you know, a couple of years of going through it to really put a name to it. And it, it is the, the, the bottom line that hurt people will hurt people. Right. And I, I mean, I even had um, an experience once where two guys, I must've been about 12 and two guys came, they, um, this was just in the middle of the, of the class as well. And they just ripped my pants down and my underwear down. And they put like this massive can of blue paint over my head. Okay. Now that sounds like it sucks. And obviously it did, but the moral of that story is the one guy who did that actually ended up committing suicide two years later. And the other guy is so addicted to drugs right now that, that he doesn't really even know what's going on, you know? And throughout that whole time, it was such a message that hurt people will always hurt people. Right. And things that other people do have nothing to do with us. That's the thing. It's about them. It's not about us. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's so true. And a lot of times that's the thing. That's why I get afraid of, of, you know, having kids and sending them to these schools because you're essentially, you're dealing with the parents of these kids. It's like the parents, (laughs) it's the, it's like the kids are a product of the parents. So the kids are just doing what the parents do. It is so crazy because it's like, it must be so messed up in so many different ways for kids to do that kind of shit. And yeah, yeah, it's so true. But you know, like getting into those beliefs though, as well, like the parents who have, and this is what we were just talking about earlier as well. Like the parents who have conditioned the kids to do that, they don't do it because they're like, you know what? I'm going to teach my kid to be a dick, right? I'm going to teach my kid to be like a a little troublemaker here. They do it because that is their truth in the world. Like Mm -hmm. they believe that in order to succeed, you have to rip other people down, right? Their belief system might say, you know what? The resources in this world, there's only a very finite amount. And in order to succeed, in order to get to the top, you've got to rip people down. And that's just the way that the kids learn to do it, right? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's so true. And, and I mean, even the parents, it's, it's a different world. Then a lot of the parents, they grew up in different time and it's all they know, right? It was, who knows what they went through. And, you know, there was just, it was a different time. There's no doubt. And I can't imagine what it's like nowadays in school for these kids. I mean, I, (laughs) I remember when I was a young kid and I went to school, you know, (laughs) (laughs) have you seen the Lion King just on a separate note? Because not yet. Oh my God, because you, I totally thought you were about to just break into song. And you know that I'm a young warthog song? I totally thought you were about to break into that song. I think we were going to have like a I probably need to to see that tonight now. I've been wanting to see it. Um, Okay, so, all right. So the teenage years, things weren't easy. You started to make a shift. So tell me like, what was, how did you, did you even accidentally mean to make a shift or, you know, was there a job? Was there a special person? Like, what allowed you to sort of get the strength to get through all that shit you were going through? You know what? I wish I actually, I don't wish I shouldn't say that, but so often I find that everyone has these like rock bottom stories, right? Where it's like, man, you know, I really, I went through the worst time in my life and you know, I was all, I, all these horrible things happened. And like, yes, I've been through a lot of that stuff, but there's something that's always, it's like I've been tethered to something else. And I've always known that, everything's going to be okay. So ever since I was little, probably about six or seven, I've, I've always manifested and I've always thought that it was real. Like I thought that everyone did it. I didn't think it was just me. I thought that's just like how we all create out. Like what? Like, oh, okay. So we don't just all imagine stuff, feel it. And then it happens in real life. That's not how life works. Like that shocked me. <laughs> and um, it wasn't until I was about probably a, like maybe 16 years old um, when the secret came out and I finally had a name to what I had been doing all of these years. I mean, the first time I manifested anything that I remember like clearly doing it was when I was about 
2012 and I met Orlando Bloom. I um, kind of was obsessed with him at the time, but like the pirates- Who of the wasn't? Caribbean. Who wasn't? I mean, let's be honest. Everybody was obsessed. <laughs> I know that like dirty pirate look, how can you not? Like seriously. And um, I remember going to the airport to pick up my cousin or with my dad to pick up my cousin and no shit. And like people listening, please don't judge me. I swear I'm not one of these people, but like a voice <laughs> told me to pack a white t-shirt and a permanent marker. I would be meeting Orlando Bloom that day. And I was like, okay, I didn't question it because I've been doing this my whole life. That was just normal for me. And um, I was walking in the airport and I bumped into this person and I was looking down at my feet and I like walked to the side and I bumped into this person again. And I was about to look up and like shout at them because how dare they bump into like, you know, raging hormonal queen at 12 years old. And um, I looked up and it was Orlando Bloom. So get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of just escalated <laughs> from, from there. Like that is, that's my life. Like no shit. So my mission in this world is to truly show people that it gets to be easy, right? Like you can live that next level life simply by tuning into the energy of what that next level life is. Right. And any resistance that comes up in there, it's your belief system and your belief system. You have the power to change. Like how amazing is that? Okay. Wow. All right. So <laughs> that's incredible. I didn't know that. Um, so, all right, because there's a lot of people that don't buy into that. So, and there's so many things out there being taught by so many people. And I believe that if it's taught and showed by the right person, that's when you get your connection, right? You could hear the same thing 10 times, but somebody says it the right way and they hear it and they take it. So I believe that you can, you have that, you, the way you speak. And I would love to hear about manifesting, you know, what are, what is it exactly like break it down exactly and what are the steps that people can do because that word gets thrown around a lot oh, right so much so and much the secret gets gets a lot of shit talk because people mix up the law of attraction with just sitting there and thinking it's going to happen <laughs> without doing any work right but that's what a lot of people but talk about how the the mix like you the mix of woo and the mix of work go yeah. together with manifesting because that is the huge that's a huge part that I think people that doubt this stuff fall into. Yeah, totally, totally. So guys, just a bit of background here as well. Everything that Lance just said, like that's a hundred percent me. So the way that I work with my clients, whether it's one on one or through programs or live events or whatever, is we combine the spirit and the woo, but we also combine it with the human, the the strategy, the tactics, the logic, right? Because we are we, we can't have one without the other. If you're all in on the human, you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get exhausted. You're going to have to hustle your way to the top, right? Which is possible. Look, you can totally do it that way if you want. I'm not here to like say this way or that way is right, right? And if you only do the spirit side, you're going to end up as one of those people sitting on your couch watching Netflix, waiting for life to happen for you because you wrote about it 10 times in your journal, right? And you, you can only have results if you mix those two together, guys. So it is how I have completely changed my life. I used to have six jobs and full-time university guys. I started my own first company when I was 21 years old, simply by tapping into the energy of who I wanted to be, right? Because here's what happens in the meantime, guys. When you think of doing something, right? When you want something, right? Like for anyone who wants to start their own business, for example, and you think, shit, okay, you know what would be amazing is having my own business. And then these resistant feelings come up, these feelings of but who are you to do that? How are you going to do that? Don't you remember that thing your mom once said about how hard it is for businesses to succeed? And don't you remember granny saying that only 10% of new businesses succeed? And how dare you even put that on yourself? Those feelings of resistance are simply triggered 
by your belief system, your belief system that says you're not capable, worthy and deserving of having that, right? Even though that's something that you truly, truly desire. So here's where the whole other side of it comes in. When we look at the end result, right? If we look at the goal, if we look at what, what the desire is, what is it you want to bring into your life? What do you need to believe in order to achieve that? If you believed, right? If you just pretended for a second that you could have all of that, if you didn't have those resistant feelings, you just pretended and tried to get into what that might feel like, what might your beliefs be, right? That's the questions that we ask. And by doing that, what happens is we kind of bypass the whole negative beliefs. We kind of bypass the whole limiting beliefs. We start taking action from the version of us that already has what it is that we desire, right? And that's the key word there is action. Because as you just said, and it makes me so grumpy that the law of attraction and manifesting is just such a buzzword that the the grit of it gets so lost. I mean, I don't know if you guys know this, but the law of attraction is only one of 12 universal laws. There are 11 other equally important universal laws that people need to apply to their life and need to understand, right? And, and truly use for the better in order to create any change. Law of attraction is number seven. Law of action, right? Doing something is free. Just saying. That's huge. Oh, wow. Okay. No, that just that you said that just, that just like woke me up a bit because I didn't like, I knew I might've known that or heard that, but that's just one law. So why is that law so talked about? And because we're lazy, like human uh, beings, like seriously, what better way to like market something than to be like, Hey guys, Hey, lazy human species over there. You know what? Just think of something real positive, get into the high vibes and (laughs) it'll happen for you. Right? Like full stop. That's, that's like literally the tip of the iceberg. That's like the part Titanic saw, but the part Titanic hit was the risk of manifesting. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Well, can you, what other laws are there? If you, do you know them off the top of your head or no? Yeah, there's, there's the law of divine oneness. To, yeah. There's the law of vibration. That's number two, which obviously I'm sure a lot of law of attraction listeners will know about the law yeah. of vibration because everything's yeah. energy. There's the law of action. There's the law of cause and effect. There's the law of compensation. There's the law of correspondence. There's the law. My favorite one is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. Guys, and I want to just give this to you right now, which means and states that in any situation whatsoever, no matter how shit things might feel in your life right now, you always have the power to overcome them by transmuting low vibrations with high vibrations, right? And how we do that is essentially by focusing on what is good within the situation right? And I'll give you guys a a really good example. So about four months ago, my fiance and I split up, right? And that to many people would be like the worst thing in the world. And obviously I was like heartbroken, like for a good week, I just cried my eyes out, right? But then this is where things started to change. I started to look at what is good here, right? Like, yes, obviously that sucks. A breakup is never good, right? It's always difficult, but you always get so much growth through it. So what is good within the situation? Well, you know what? Now I get to live the life that I've always wanted to live. And something has always been in the way of it, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a limiting belief, right? And all the universe actually did was simply knocked everything in my way out, right? And since that moment, you guys, my business has tripled. I'm getting opportunities left, right, and center. I'm literally living my most aligned life. So the law of perpetual transmutation of energy is about Okay. And don't judge again, guys. Like the way that I envision this in my brain is like Pac-Man. Okay. So if you have the bad vibrations, they're like those little ghosty things in Pac-Man and the good vibrations is Pac-Man, right? And Pac-Man comes and just like transmutes and munches up all of those 
low vibrations. And we do that just by simply focusing on what is good. Does that make sense? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's still more. There's the law of gender. There's the law of rhythm. There's the law of compensation as well, which doesn't just mean money, by the way, guys. Compensation is about like how you show up to life is how life is going to show up to you. So if you are salty with people and if you can't take two seconds out of your life to ask the checkout person how they are and like truly actually mean it instead of looking down at your phone the whole time and pretending you've got better things to do, life is going to treat you the same way. Oh, that's such a fucking good point. How can you expect, how can you expect anything else if that's the way you go around? That's the way I go around too. I'm like, Oh, I don't feel like talking. I just sit on my phone. And it's like, you like you nailed it. It's like, well, how do you expect anybody else to be any different? Yeah. Like Like, you sit there and you're like, man, I want more friendly people in my life. Like, Oh my gosh, why does no one talk to me? Why is it? Why does everyone always look so grumpy all the time? I'm a good person. Meanwhile, uh, you're sitting around the whole time on your phone, totally blocking yourself off from reality and probably being rude to people without realizing uh, it. Right. The universe doesn't judge. It's just like, Oh, that's what you want. Like this is the universal game guys. How you show up is how life shows up for you in every single realm in every single area. So if you want different results, you've got to start looking at, okay, if I want that result, right? If that's the thing that I want, how do I need to show up in order to receive that? Am I worthy right now of receiving this next level life? No, I'm not because I'm walking around like a dick to everyone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. What? Oh, wow. You like, I'm impressed. I, that's amazing. What, (laughs) like what books can people go to for that exact stuff? Like for For, for like like those laws. To so, read about those enough, I in in my ten over ten years of studying this, I've not yet found a good book that that details all of the universal laws, which is why I've put it into the book proposal that I've that I've just sent through. And so, <laughs> all of this research that I've done has come from from so many different sources. You know, like this one will have like maybe maybe and also guys, just by the way, there's a shit ton more universal laws than this. Like you could ask different people and you'd get different results. These are the twelve that. I truly have found show up in life the strongest, right? And they actually come from um, a really ancient text from ancient Egypt um, called the Kybalion, which is available to read for free, guys, on on the internet as well. It's in a PDF. It's by um, a society called the Hermetic Society. And it's ancient, ancient, ancient. It's a big read. It's very clunky, but there's there's a lot of kind of little good nuggets. I think they cover about seven or or eight in there. Um, Mm. So yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many different, but yeah, there's not actually one book that covers these 12 universal laws that I've found yet. Yeah. Because that's interesting because that, that kind of makes a light go, light go off. And I'm sure a lot of people say that as well. Like, Oh, okay. There's other laws that are just as important. So why am I focusing just on that law? And, yeah. and that's sometimes where people get lost. So would you say, like, I remember you, you um, talking about, you said it to me that think and grow rich was more of like a masculine energy. Mm. How is like, I've really found that fascinating because it, 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 it is. And is that style though, like sort of what you, sort of the laws as well? Like what they're no, talking No, not about? at all. Like you could, I mean, you could present the law. I could say like the law of divine oneness is about truly accepting the fact that we are all one and that is it full stop, right? Which is like very like clunky and like to the point. Or I could say that the law of divine oneness is about truly seeing and and accepting and receiving the the same creative force right this is what the law of divine oneness is about the same creative force that your creator has has been given to you right whether your creator is god universe spirit whatever or i call it gus god universe spirit right you have the same creative power 
right? And so, but anyway, to answer your question, you could put it across in a masculine way or in a feminine way. Like it doesn't really, you know, it's, yeah, it depends on the giver of it, right? Yeah, no, for sure. It's just because a lot of people read that book, which is a great book, but it's great to hear like that perspective because, you know, is there another book that sort of, like, I mean, I love Happy Pocket Full of Money. And I, I was just you, thinking yeah. about that book right then. I was like, yeah. fucking Happy Pocket Full of Money. That is yeah. like the God. Guys, the best book that I can recommend, for, like seriously, the first book that I always recommend to everybody reading is Journey of Souls. And oh, I yeah. think I even told you oh, to read it. Yeah, that. I got it. I got it on audio. I'm listening to oh, it. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's a really great way to just um, remove any kind of like emotional attachments that you have to shit that has happened in your life that is dragging you down. Because you kind of realize like, ah, oh, hang on, there's been a reason for all of this, right? So that's an epic, epic book. You also recommended You Are the Universe as well. The Universe Has Your Back, yeah. And You Are the Universe, which I'm actually still reading at the moment. That is very cool for anybody who, like me, is like into science and also into woo. So it it actually combines the two and gives you real life um, conversations or explanations and insights into what the F this whole spirit science thing is. Yeah, that's what I needed in my life is I needed that science around it. And when I started to learn about quantum physics, then I was like, oh, wait a minute, this makes sense. And, and the light bulb went off because I used to read Think and Grow Rich in the back in the day, but I didn't click. I didn't understand why. And then Happy Pocket Full of Money. And then while well, I read The Magic, I've read it over and over again with gratitude mm-hmm. and all that. Practicing those things, those books really helped me. And I know a ton of people who have got that from value from that as well because you know you're shifting you you, in for a place of gratitude and and actually learning about why meditation works why goals work at a quantum physics level Mm. allows you to kind of absorb it better you know right what what about okay so talk us about gratitude like and 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 maybe some of your practices that because i know i've picked your brain a few times and you've uh well i'll give a little bit of a background story you guys if you guys don't know um, me and Jackie, um, we crossed paths and met at Tony Robbins in, in what was Tony, it, Tony. Yeah. And we actually didn't even really talk there, but we were kind of, we connected with a couple of her friends and, um, awesome people. And then I remember connecting on, I think it was Instagram and I was like, wow, this, this girl's doing some cool stuff, like your content. And obviously me being on Instagram and social media, I was like, wow, we got to connect. I'd like to hear this, this girl's story. And we started to connect and become friends. And um, it's, it was just really interesting. Like some of the stuff that I would, you would just put this, everything into very easily digestible content and I could understand it. And I, I thank you for that. And pleasure, pleasure. It, and yeah, it's just, it's really important to be able to explain these kind of things in a way that isn't full woo and full science because too much quantum physics and stuff is too much as well. <laughs> totally. It's, right. Totally. And maybe talk about some of the things that you apply in your life to kind of, well, maybe even like a daily routine, like let's hear the stuff that's non-negotiable for you that oh, helps you kind of get into that, into that prime zone, like the Tony zone, so to speak. Yeah, peak state, baby. Yeah, Yeah, totally, totally. And I just like want to tap onto the back of that as well, that like what you just said, you know, this is the problem again. It's not the problem, but this is like the fun thing that keeps coming up, right? That like some of these concepts or these tools or techniques that have been thrown into the spirituality box 
again, I just, I kind of word vomited like, oh, if you want a happier life, just practice gratitude, right? Yeah. And like, I get that and that's amazing. And if you just start there, that's epic, right? But like, what does it actually mean to practice gratitude? Like, how do you do that? Is it simply just about like writing down 10 things you're grateful for and then carrying on with your life, right? So um, what, like, I'll start with my morning ritual, right? Or my like daily ritual, um, which by the way, you guys, you guys don't have already a morning ritual will change your fucking life, right? For so many reasons. And the best advice I can give you is give yourself 10, 15, 20 minutes in the morning before you touch your freaking phone, right? Because the moment that you touch your phone, you're giving your energy away to other people. You're on Instagram, you're on Facebook, you're on Messenger, you're on, you know, you're, you're essentially comparing your life with other people's and within 20 minutes you feel shit about yourself and then you expect to have an amazing day on that there's no way right you have to be a vibrational match for what it is you want to attract and and how you become a vibrational match is by embodying the energy aka the emotions right of what it feels like to have what you are desiring in your life already so my morning ritual is really um based a lot around that so i generally wake wake up between like and you guys don't have to wake up this early it's just because i'm a freak right and i generally wake up between like quarter past five, you know, six o'clock ish. And straight away I am up, I make my bed, right? I like, don't look at my phone or anything. I'm in the shower. I get ready for the day. And throughout that whole time, the moment I open my eyes, the first thing I'm thinking is what amazing things are going to happen to me today. What good things are going to happen to me today? What do I get to look forward to today? Right. And I can ask myself these, myself these questions and here's the key, right? You don't just stop there. You don't just go, what good things are going to happen to me today? Full stop and then you start thinking about something else, you allow the emotions of that question to overcome you, right? What good things are going to happen to me today? Oh, that feels really good, right? And that starts building momentum into a positive vibrational frequency. Then um, I go straight into journaling, right? Which is the biggest thing, you guys. So I generally do a bit of breath work. Again, guys, this is like not stuff you have to do. There's no secret formula. You have to find what works for you. But breath work is a really epic way that allows me to connect with Gus, with my higher source. And I get a message every day, right? Like this, this morning's one was good morning. It is indeed a good morning. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? I don't even know, but I write it down and I work on it. Right. And then after that guys, it's about not just writing down things you're grateful for in the terms of going like, I'm so grateful for, I'm so grateful for, I'm so grateful for, because that can sometimes become a little bit monotonous mm, and it can yeah. start to feel like a chore. You're kind of just doing it because that weird person you follow told you to do it or that book you read told you to do it, but you're not really feeling it, right? Yeah. So what I found really works is changing the language, right? Because language is the way that we create our world. Language is the, uh, is the building blocks of our reality, right? And so instead saying something like, thank you for XYZ, thank you for XYZ, or I appreciate XYZ, right? Those all have very different energies, frequencies, emotions, right? So writing things that, yeah, that you are grateful for. And it doesn't have to be these massive things of like, you know, these life-changing opportunities that have come your way. Maybe it's just a warm bed, right? Like maybe you really are thanking your higher power or yourself or whatever for having a warm bed or a warm cup of coffee, right? Or tea or whatever it is. So um, after doing a couple of, I, I call it like a gratitude rampage, like just going crazy on gratitude, um, I get into future self. And this is where the fucking magic happens, you guys, because you're already in a good zone from doing your um, gratitudes, from getting into the space of being thankful and grateful for the life that you have. 
right? You get to start creating the life that you want, right? And this is where the good shit happens. I'm even getting like so excited thinking I, about I this. I love it. I love this so much. <laughs> this is so right? good. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I just feel like there's like all these magic And um, how you do this, guys, is super, super simple is you think of, and I mean, you can desire a bajillion things at the same time if you want, or you can desire one specific thing or five right but whatever is your next level for me my next level is being a published author right and not just like one that says i'm a i'm a, I'm a bestseller on amazon right because no i want like the real deal i want i want that next level vision right so for me at the moment it's about writing down as if i'm already living that life right so so for example, I would write like, what is the date today? 6th of August. So it would be 6th of August, 2020. Oh my fucking God. My book got published yesterday. I'm so grateful for this. It feels amazing. I know I deserve this because X, Y, Z, here's what I've got coming up, blah, 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 blah. Right. And it's about tuning into what life will be like when you are living that and embodying how that feels now, because the only way something can ever find you is if you're a vibrational match for it. Right. And you have to do that, guys. The universe is not going to do that for you. You have to do the work that is going to get you here. And it's taking action, right? Right. Yeah. And you dance know, parties are important too. <laughs> well, yeah, moving your body. What is it? Tony Robbins, he said, emotion is created from motion, right? Is that what he says? Yeah, I think so. And also, why be moody when you can shake your booty, right? Like yeah. that works too. <laughs> well, yeah, it's totally it too. Like how you feel and how you your vibration is all dependent on how you feel, right? I mean, if you feel like shit, what do you think is going to happen? You're going to attract more shitty things. Yeah. How like, I like to explain it is that your heart is your magnet, right? Everyone thinks it's your thoughts because, you know, that's just the mainstream thinking, but it's not, guys. Your thoughts are actually triggered by your emotions, right? And your emotions are triggered by your beliefs. So if you can focus on what you are feeling, so stop trying to make yourself focus on what you're thinking because you'll get so frustrated. I mean, we think over 60,000 thoughts a day, right? And I definitely don't have time to just like track every single one. So rather focus on how you're feeling because your heart is your magnet, right? Your, your heart space, your emotional space, your emotions are your vibrations and your vibrations is what attracts experiences, people and things into your life. Does that make sense? Yeah. How does, how does one, if they have toxic habits, because that lowers their vibration, how does how does that all work? You know, what like kind of toxic habits. Well, I just mean like toxic people, toxic food. Yeah. Like, how does that all come into the come into it? Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say like fucking congrats to the person for realizing and acknowledging yeah. that they have these things that are not feeling so good to them anymore, right? Because yeah. what happens is your emotions, right? Your vibrations. Okay, you can swap swap these words around, guys. They mean the same thing is always connected to the higher part of you, okay? It's always connected to that next level self. It's always connected to that version of you that, that you know you're here to be, right? That, that life that you dream about in the quiet hours of the night, right? Like that is what this version up here is connected to. And when you start feeling bad about something, right? Where you start getting that anxiety, where you start feeling overwhelmed, if you start feeling negative, it's because it's not in alignment. It's not in alignment with the person you're trying to become, right? When you feel good about something, guess what? Fucking go for it because it does, it is in alignment with that person you're trying to become, right? And your emotions are like little love notes from the universe, always directing you which way to go, right? We, we get so confused. We're like, we don't know what to do. You do know what to do. You just need to have the fucking balls to do it. <laughs> does that make sense? <laughs> of course. And how does one develop that intuition? Do you say that comes from meditation? 
I personally believe that everybody has it, right? I, I, I honestly believe that we all are born connected to source, right? And it's yeah. what happens in the meantime between birth and, you know, our awakening or the moment that we decide that we want to fucking change our lives that, that kind of numbs that a bit or clouds that a bit, right? But the moment that you make a decision that you want to get more connected with your intuition, guess what? That becomes a desire. And when you beam your desire out to the universe, it gets brought back to you. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. So it's about developing a muscle, like trusting yourself with little decisions, right? Like what drink to have at the cafe or what pair of pants to wear today, right? And not thinking with your brain, but allowing your, your emotions to make those decisions for you. And that naturally becomes easier on the bigger ones too. But the thing is, is like, even for myself personally, I can't speak for anybody else. When, when I was constantly, you know, chasing the drink after work or caught like consistently trying to like get some sort of external thing to make me, to take my, my focus off what I'm on myself to try and fill some sort of void it was harder for me to be in tune with what is actually my true intuition or whatever guiding me because I was making decisions based on how I felt after I had a drink or something. And I just find a lot of people are always chasing that thing. So how do they know, how do they decipher between whether that's what's really what they're supposed to choose or whether that's just from or they're getting kind of sidetracked from like these things that they're constantly going after or chased or stimulants or prescription drugs or whatever. So, so you're asking, how do you know the difference between intuition and like the universe guiding you versus making a decision like after a drink kind of thing? Yeah. Or just like, how does somebody basically, how does somebody figure out to get better at knowing it's their intuition? And I can, like I said, for myself, meditation was for me, was like things started to feel, I could feel more because yeah, yeah, totally. for me, I had to get rid of the booze. I had to get rid of all that stuff for me to actually go, Hmm, okay, this sucks. But now yeah, I yeah. know, right. And yeah, a lot of totally. times people are medicated not. or whatever. So they may know, but like, it's hard for them to understand. Like for me, it came gradually. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm sure there's people out there who don't really know what it feels like to have that, that nudge, like, Hey, this is the thing, but cause they choose to ignore it. Right. Yeah. Well there, you just covered it. They choose to ignore yeah. it. This is the thing guys. It's like, if I, if we can bring in the conversation about fear. Okay. So for a lot of people out there who are disconnected with their purpose, who are disconnected with and, you know, I hate this word destiny because it brings like so many connotations, but, you know, let's, let's say, let's say their purpose, right? For so many people out there who feel a lack in life, they feel unfulfilled, they feel lost, they feel overwhelmed, they feel like, like there's something missing, you know? Generally, what happens is there is a fear, okay, involved with getting to the next level or, or, or being the person that they want to become, Right. And what starts to happen is you, everybody in life will reach a point where the, the fear of staying where they are becomes greater than the fear of becoming the person that they want to be. Okay. So what I mean by that is the, the fear of staying where they are. So the fear of, 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 you know, getting drunk all the time, getting high all the time, medicating yourself all the time, being numb all the time, you know, whatever it is, the fear of being in that situation 
slowly starts to become more. So you're, you're more scared of actually staying in that life for the rest of your life than doing what it takes, than bridging the gap, than taking the action, than getting rid of the booze, you know? And, and guys, like I, I'm all down for a, a glass of champagne every now and then. Let me say that like very, very openly. Yeah, and I'm so. not at all like against drinking or anything like that, but just, you know, the, the fact of it. Yeah. Um, when you remove all of that stuff, it allows you to address what you've been numbing the whole time right? And what you've been numbing the whole time is the bridge between where you are and where you want to be, because those are the beliefs that are standing in your way. And the only way that you can ever acknowledge those beliefs, identify those beliefs and shift those fucking beliefs is when you decide that today is the day I change. Mm. Does that make sense? That's exactly, that's exactly what I was, (laughs) that was awesome. (laughs) Did we get there? (laughs) You got that. That was, that was perfect. I want to just circle back a bit and talk about the you before your breakup and the journey, because it's been quite the journey. And yeah. I would love to talk about that if you want to. I mean, you don't have to go yeah, too definitely. Because, you know, I also went through a breakup and, you know, you helped me with some advice as well, which is amazing. Again, thank you. Um, you know, talk us through, you know, what happened there and kind of the journey you've been on. Because I know your business has skyrocketed, but how did yeah. that happen? Yeah, totally. Um, I think that everything that happens in our life, right? Like all the things that we're given, whether it's like positive or negative or just neutral always happens as a result of, again, how in alignment or out of alignment we are. Right. So where exactly do you want to start? Well, kind of, you know, when, what was the reason you guys, like what, what was the thing that sort of ended it for you guys? Was it? yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. This is a really, really cool conversation guys and definitely something I'm going to take into my next relationship as well, that your vision with your partner, right? You have to be on the same page. And something I've really learned over the last 10 years of being in relationships is that if you, like you don't have to have everything in common or anything like that, but you have to have a similar vision, right? You have to be working towards the same things and you have to have common interests that bring you together. So I fell in love for the first time ever three years ago. Right. And I, and when I say I fell in love guys, like exactly what you think, like fully, fully head over heels. Right. And previously to that, I'd been in a lot of relationships where I really loved the person, but I never was in love. And I think that this is something that is more spoken about in society because there's a big difference guys between loving someone and being in love with them. Right. And long story short, within about the first year of our relationship, being so in love with someone brought out all of my insecurities. Like, to the max, right? And brought out all of my, um, my worthiness issues, all of my, my need for validation. You know, I, all of those insecurities came out, right? Because I finally met someone that like totally ticked my boxes. And long story short, I actually got diagnosed with depression and got um, given medication, which I didn't want to take. And again, guys, PSA, you do you boo. Like I, there's no judgments or anything. I just personally chose not to because I knew, right? That my depression was a symptom of misalignment for me. I knew that that something wasn't right here because I was still living my life as someone else, not as the real person that I was. So I moved back to New Zealand for eight months and went um, into my mom's spare bedroom for eight months, guys, as a 20-something-year-old, <laughs> and, and literally did eight months of self 
prescribed personal development. I took everything I'd been studying over the last 10 years and I applied it to my life. Everything from personal development, everything from transformation psychology, everything from, from spiritual study, right? And I applied it and I came out of the closet as the real fucking me, right? Now, fast forward two years, right? Business is going right. Everything's going amazing. Like I'm, I'm like pretty fulfilled. And I think a lot of people can relate to this where you're like, you're good and nothing's bad, right? But you're not there right? There's like, there's other stuff that you know should be there. And, um, one day <laughs> my partner told me my, my, we were engaged at this point that he could no longer lie to me anymore. And what that meant was he didn't want the same things that I wanted. I wanted kids. I, I, I want to be a wife. Like that's really important stuff to me one day. And he was 21 years older than me. So he has two amazing kids already. Right. And already has been married twice. It wasn't aligned. And instead of keeping me selfishly and keeping me there, he chose to let me go. And that is like fucking mind blowing on so many levels. Like I didn't understand at the time, I was so heartbroken as you would be, right? But as I say, within a couple of days, I started to feel better. And you would think that if it's something that was really meant to be, you'd be really upset for a really long time. And I realized that that is because Again, the universe simply was taking away everything that was not helping me or serving me to get to where I wanted to be, right? And, and the, the, the thing I want to say about that as well is that every single person in your life, every relationship, every work, every job, every marathon you run, whatever, every single thing that, that forms your little box of life experience, guys, it all happens for a reason. And it happens to get you to your next stage. It happens to teach you the lessons you need to learn. It happens to, to give you the growth that you need in order to catapult you into that next version of you. Does that make sense? Totally. Totally. Yeah. It, it all yeah. happens for you, right? Totally. All happens for you, right? So again, you get to choose. Do you want to focus on the shit, right? Because another universal law, I talk about this all the time, is the, is the law of polarity, right? And that means that nothing is a separate experience. It's all along the, a continuum, right? So for example, there's no, there's no segregation between hate and love. It's just the same experience on opposite poles, right? There's no segregation between hot and cold. It's the same experience, just different poles. Like where does it become hot? And not cold, right? Like, where is that point? You can't tell. So, um, anyway, long story short, you get to choose whether you want to focus on what is shit in the in the same situation or what is good in the same situation. And depending on what you focus on, is depending on it will reflect the results that you get, right? And so, since that time, that night, I made a fucking commitment. I signed a contract with Gus. I signed a contract with the universe, and I said, from this point on, like, you've got it. You show me where to go. I'm yours completely. I'm a fucking vessel for whatever this whole life thing is supposed to be. I'm ready for it. I'm down for it. I surrender, right? And I signed that contract. And ever since then, every single decision that I've made has been based on what feels good, not what might, you know, logically make sense. You know, for example, I had a dream to go to Scotland and I booked a ticket to go to Scotland, right? And I leave next month. Like, who the fuck does that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what's that show you love the outlander oh my god outlander for anyone <laughs> listening like jamie fraser oh my god I, like, <laughs> not even go there because i'm already like heating up a bit <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome um wow so okay so what has this lifestyle brought you let's go the, there 
like the digi nomads, yes. no home based lifestyle. Yes. It's brought me the one thing that I've been lacking over the last 10 years of giving myself in relationships. And that is the ability, the comfort, the trust to, to be fully me and to be on my own as well. And to be me on my own and to be fully able to be authentically the soul that I'm on this fucking earth to be right now. Though that sounds like all nice and like happy and like, yay, 10 points, whatever. The reality of that is only from that space team, only from that fucking space, can you create the life that you are envisioning. Only from that space of pure authenticity can you start making decisions that are going to get you to where you want to be, right? And again, even though like the, the digi nomad life guys, like let's talk about social media for a second here, like do not think that what people put on Instagram and Facebook about like luxury hotels and like, you know, we get to go to all these fun events and we've got friends all over the world and business class tickets and yay, 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 yay. Like you also are alone all the fucking time, right? Like I always used to tease all my like friends who live on their own for always talking to themselves. I do that shit all the time now, right? Like you, you don't have your, your home base of friends, right? Like there's, you don't even have like a gym that you, you go to. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. all of these different things as having this lifestyle brings. So if you're someone who's aiming to go for it, like fucking do it, like follow that call, but just know guys that there's another side that social media doesn't show, but it doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be hard. Like it is amazing to, to be alone and to enjoy your own company and to learn how to do that as well. Yeah. Does that make sense? Of course. And you know, if somebody's triggering you and really doesn't, you don't really like, you can always unfollow them and never watch yeah. them again. <laughs> That's so true. Be selective about who you follow online and in real life, right? Yeah. Okay. So I know we're nearing the end, but I want to talk about, first of all, give everybody a bit of just talk about your business and where they can find you because I want to make sure that it's clear what you do and, you know, the kind of people that you're impacting, all that good stuff. And where's the best place to find you? Yeah, amazing. So I'm really moving away from like the label of like a coach, do you know what I mean? But that's, that's like what I've been um, for the last three years or so. But essentially, guys, I help people create, embody and experience their 2.0 life, right? And what that means is that life that you keep fucking dreaming about we help you to get there, right? And the best place to find me guys would be on Instagram, but I'm going to be honest, like only follow me team if you like learning about shit like manifestation. If you like learning about how the science and, and the strategy work together to create this life. And also if you like dance parties, because we do a shit ton of that on Instagram as well. I've got a, um, a group on Facebook as well called um, self-help for the soul as well. So, you know, <sighs> If I have to give myself one label, it's Igniter. Like I'm here to fucking ignite the passion and the power that people have, you know? And I, I just, yeah, I'm always so hesitant to like give these like elevator, not that that's what you're asking for, but like these elevator pitches because like, why can't we just be human and inspire the fuck out of everybody else just by leading our own lives by example? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I love it. No, totally. I love that you use the word Ignite because that's our business is called Ignite Podcasting with Purpose. <laughs> That's I that, that. Yeah, our our production company's called that. So that's amazing. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, I love that too is that Yeah, the the elevator pitch. I mean, I, but people know that that's not what you're about and it yeah. just speaks the way you like I learned a ton from 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 you just from today. It's it's amazing and that itself you don't need to pitch yourself, you know? Yeah. But for me on here, <laughs> I like to make it clear so people are like, "All right, this human has inspired me. Where do I find them? Right. And Yay. that's yeah. kind Instagram of, Instagram is the place guys. My and name I is. I feel like, what, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean I'm talking too much. What were you saying there? Sorry. Oh, what did you say? 
I don't know. I, I, I cut you off. Oh, I was just, I think I just said Instagram. Okay. The best place. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You know, it's, um, nowadays as well with so many people pitching so much bullshit and the same yeah. sort of thing, it comes down to the human, right? Yeah. It's like, totally. and I always say, how does that human make you feel? Do you feel better than you did before the conversation or worse? If you feel yeah. better, maybe you should listen. Maybe you should follow them more, right? And, totally. And, totally. That's and in real life a, as well, you know, like yeah. really be conscious of your energy with people. Like if people make you feel good, hang the fuck around them, right? If people make you feel drained and exhausted, it's because they're not in alignment. They're not, they're not the vibrational match for you right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing I wanted to talk about too is like, you know, thinking about that feeling of, you know, something isn't right, but like, it's harder to make that decision. Right. Yeah. And uh -huh. <laughs> sometimes we are like, Ooh, I know that's not right, but it's easier to just, you know? Yeah, of course. Again, cause we're fucking lazy. And in order to actually change our lives, we have to do something. Right. So the moment that we acknowledge and we be honest with ourselves and we say shit, right? Like this relationship isn't working. Okay. Yeah. Do I, and, and by the way, guys, a relationship not working doesn't mean that you fight and argue all the time. And like, you know, like as blur, it's, it can also just be that you're not ignited, right? Yeah. That word again, you're not ignited, yeah. right? Because the people that you surround yourself with, oh my God, anyway, that's going on a totally different tangent. But when you know something isn't right for you, there is, and I say this with so much love in my heart, guys, like I'm not trying to be a dick, but like. There is no one in this world that's going to care about what happens to you except you, right? Like, yeah. obviously your parents love you and your friends love you and that sort of thing, but you're the only one who has the full responsibility to change, right? So you can spend your whole life in victim mode. You can spend your whole life in, I don't want to leave this relationship because it's so comfortable, right? Or I don't yeah. want to leave this job because it's so comfortable. It's what I know, right? And obviously that's your subconscious brain, guys. That's what's doing. Yeah. It's keeping you there because it's comfortable. It's your comfort zone, right? Your yeah. subconscious brain is concerned with you dying essentially. And it wants to stop that. And anything it perceives as a threat is going to be battled against, right? So it, the threat it sees is you leaving your relationship maybe because you have maybe limiting beliefs that say you're not going to find someone else or there's all the good ones are gone or whatever the case is. Right. So it's easier and more comfortable to just stay where you are than it is to actually make the change. Right. But I'm going to be God honest with you all and say that if you want that next level life, you have to do the work, right? You have to actually change and you have to make the really hard decisions that always come with reward, right? Again, one of the universal laws, guys, the laws of cause and effect is all about this, that what you get, what you put out, you get back, right? So if you only put 50% into something, if you only give 50% of your effort and your focus and your energy into something, you cannot fucking expect 100% results. You cannot expect to get the full reward of what you're looking for, right? You have to put in the 100% results. And normally those 100% results come with hard decisions, right? That's what happens first. So if you know that it is time for you to start changing your fucking life and you don't even have to do it in these big, massive ways, guys. Maybe it's cutting out a certain food. Maybe it's cutting out a certain drink. Maybe it's cutting out a certain person, whatever it is. Like make the decision. That is the first step is to truly acknowledge, like look on the other side of what that decision means to you. If you do that, if you choose to leave the relationship, will you be happier? You, you might be sad for a while, right? But you'll be happier. You fucking know it. That's why you're still sitting here listening to this podcast because you know that we're talking to you right now. <laughs> yeah. So true. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> this, 
You got to get your own show. We got to get you a show, a TV show, everything. Yeah, man. That's <laughs> I mean, the vision. That's the vision. Next uh, it's level. <laughs> amazing. Okay. You may have touched to this. This is the one staple question I ask and you probably know, but what's the one thing that you could give the listeners to overcome adversity, whether it be in relationships, spirituality, whatever they're going through to go on to become successful in their lives? Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Act before you are ready act before you are ready because there's never going to be a time where everything aligns. There's never going to be a time where everything is perfect and it'll be the most easiest, most opportune moment for this to happen. You have to make the time right. So by acting before you are ready, you're catapulting yourself, right? Every single decision that you make guys is either only bringing you toward closer to or further away from your dream toward or closer to or further away from the person that you are becoming, right? So by acting before you are ready, you start that entire process. You're never going to be ready, guys. I'm, this is the honest truth of it. There's always going to be justifications and reasons why now's not the right time. Justifications and reasons why it's not the opportune moment to do this thing, right? There's never going to be a time where it's perfect. There's never going to be a time where it's ready for you. So by acting now, you fucking make it ready. Does that wow. make sense? Wow. We're, um, we're definitely going to need to do another round two down the road. This was yeah. awesome. I got, this was like such a fucking amazing episode and i know it because when i feel this energy within a a conversation i know that the people can feel it too because you know sometimes when you're talking to people it's always there's always there's value but there's sometimes you just have that like whoa that was that was powerful and if you can feel that then other people can so i hope you guys got as much value as it as i did i hope you enjoyed jackie because she is going to the top she's like helping so many people and Make sure you check her out. Amazing stuff. I just want to say thank you for joining us. And, you know, we look forward to seeing what you can create. Yay. It's an absolute pleasure. I hope that you guys enjoyed this and got all the high vibes that are coming your way. (laughs) Awesome. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Love you guys. Have an amazing day. Oh, man. That was fire. One of the best. One of the best for sure. Top three that we've had so far. We have so many amazing guests, so many amazing stories. That was pure fire, that energy. We're gonna do another part down the road. If you guys haven't, go check out Jackie. She's got such amazing energy and she is very active on Instagram. So you'll learn a lot just from her stories. But if you wanna invest further, make sure you invest in her program. She's doing amazing things. So, and also keep a lookout for her book, which that which will be coming out soon. So really excited. I'm so grateful for you guys to listen. We're going to keep bringing the heat, keep bringing the amazing people who have done well in spirituality, wealth, you know, health, all the different categories that we, we feel are important and people have had success in and having to overcome the adversity in order to get there. So super, super important. And I just want to keep bringing you guys the heat and the value. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. We will catch you next time. Have an amazing day. You just finished another class at the University of Adversity. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tune in again next time for more life lessons with Lance ECOs.